0: Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. This is Vernon Jones, managing broker, owner of Jones Homes. And for over 30 years, we have serviced the seven county Denver metro area. As we head into the hot selling season, usually begins from May through August, first part of September, I'm observing a couple of things. One, we're still significantly under-inventoried in our market. But with interest rates rising, it's still kind of slowing the trends of houses leaving the market quickly and uh, multiple offers. However, let me clarify a couple of things: there are still bidding wars and there are still homes selling for more than the asking price. It's true that the housing market has cooled down, tremendously, from the quote-unquote madness that permeated that desperate hunt for real estate during the COVID-19 pandemic. However, adorable turnkey homes in desirable locations are still receiving multiple offers and often selling for a premium and let me make this clear, opposite things can be true at the same time, and it actually is. The run-up in mortgage interest rates thinned out a large ranks of buyers, but the higher rates also scared off many would-be home sellers, many whom would be home buyers as well. That's resulted in many more buyers than there are properties for sale, again. So every time a move-in ready home, with curb appeal in a good school district goes up for sale buyers jump these homes are still selling briskly what's not selling nearly as well homes that are eyesores need some work are in less popular locations or are overpriced buyers either can't afford or aren't willing to pay extra to upgrade these properties. They're grappling with significantly more expensive expensive monthly mortgage payments, which are about 79% larger than those of homeowners who bought two years ago. So first time home buyers seeking a turnkey home in a great community need to have a strategy in place if they want to be competitive. Number one, know your local market. Forget about what's happening in the national housing market focus on what's going on locally it doesn't matter if home prices are falling in one region of the country if they're rising in yours see how long homes are staying on the market in the communities where you would like to live including those gorgeous turnkey homes are they selling for over at or under asking price pour over the comps of comparable homes that have sold I will be able to tell you if this is a market where you need to waive contingencies and kick in a higher down payment or a higher earnest money check or whatever we may need to do, or if you can ask the seller to cover your closing costs. Having this information will help you figure out how much to offer, what to ask for, and what you might need to concede. This one is time-honored in any market to get pre-approved for a mortgage, please. I've heard countless stories of folks who just wanted to see what was out there and visit a few open houses before deciding if they wanted to buy a home. Inevitably, they fall in love with one of these properties. However, they haven't been pre-approved for a mortgage, so they're not sure if their credit scores are high enough to get a loan, so they lose the home to one of the six other or more offers the seller receive from buyers who are already Pre-approved. save yourself the heartache and get pre-approved for a mortgage before you start attending open houses or start looking at home this critical step will also help you hone in on the price range that you can comfortably afford more advice I would give you make a larger down payment if you can sellers don't want deals to fall apart or for their homes to languish on the market. When these things happen, other buyers often assume there's something wrong with the home. I actually have buyers say, oh, the house has been on the market 30 days, so now I can really ask the seller for some concessions. That is not the case. Again, a normal market where it's balanced for buyers and sellers. A home is usually on the market anywhere from three to five, six months. That's in a normal market. 30, it being on the market 30 days is not a significant amount of time to believe that the seller is going to come off their home price 5, 10, 15, 20%. It's just not a realistic expectation so that's why sellers have a tendency to look more favorably on buyers who can kick in larger down payments many sellers erroneously erroneously believe these buyers are more financially stable and the deals are more likely to go through they will even sometimes accept a lower offer with a higher down payment if you're one of the lucky buyers with more cash at your disposal putting down at least 20 percent could help you to win a bidding war plus you won't have to worry about paying private mortgage insurance every month, which could be in excess of two, $300 a month you could save. Another thing I would advise you, offer compelling terms. Bidding wars aren't won on price alone. Let me say that again. Bidding wars are not won on price alone. Terms also matter you likely no longer need to waive inspections and appraisal contingencies or pay the transactional fees that sellers generally pick up, such as title insurance and uh, things of that nature. But that might depend on how, but of course that depends on the competitiveness of the various markets you're in. And when I talk about market, I don't just talk about Denver Metro. I talk about various, almost neighborhood to neighborhood markets. Think about the things you're comfortable offering can you close quickly can you offer the sellers a more flexible time to vacate the home or even rent it back to them if they need to delay their own move because of their desire to find another home you could also waive a traditional home inspection and ask for one to evaluate the structural and engineering components of the home this signals to the seller that you don't plan to nitpick or back out unless there are some expensive problems with the home, such as a roof, boiler, foundation, electrical, or plumbing. Another idea I would advise people, give unloved homes another look. If you see a home that's been sitting on the market for a while in a good location, you might want to give it another look. It is what's underneath that counts, after all. Some issues might be mostly cosmetic, And a fresh coat of paint some light work and some refinished flooring might make a big difference it doesn't hurt to take a trip out to the home see what you would want to have done and then contact a local contractor to see what it would cost to have those issues addressed if the property hasn't had much interest the sellers might be open to a lower offer and you can use the savings to fund the work if they're desperate to sell They might even contribute to your closing costs. Or they might buy down your mortgage rate, which could save you quite a bit of money in the first few years of your mortgage. It doesn't hurt to negotiate. The worst thing they can say is no on a home you weren't in love with anyway. And when I think about advising people to look at unloved homes, think about the main components of the home. Is the layout something you can live with? The way the rooms, kitchen, family, if the way things are situated in the home. Again, let me reiterate. If the layout is workable for you, consider it. A final thing I would tell you is consider downsizing. Scaling back your expectations or moving further out away from where you initially wanted to go. No one wants to hear that they might need to compromise to become homeowners, unfortunately. However, that is exactly what many first-time homebuyers will be forced to do. Sometimes a well-laid-out, smaller home could meet your needs just as well as a larger one. That will cost more and be more pricier to maintain, heat, and cool. Maybe there is a basement or an attic that could eventually be finished off to add to the square footage. Or you might want to consider a townhome or condo instead of a single family house. Just make sure you factor in maintenance and homeowner association fees, which can generally go up at some point, depending on what the association feels that the complex itself would need. It also might be helpful to figure out what you want versus what you need. You might want a garage, though you don't need one. A backyard pool might be nice but it isn't essential. Meanwhile you might decide that a short commute to work, a chef's kitchen, a large backyard for the kids to play in are more of a priority. Finally again you might want to widen your search radius. Sometimes buyers are able to find larger new homes at a lower price if they are willing to move farther away from the big cities. However The trade-off might be a longer commute. Just a couple things to fill you in on what you can do in this market to kind of get your needs met. Feel free to give me a call at 303-359-8218 so I can answer any questions about your specific market, neighborhood, block. Because all that information is valuable as you go through your home search. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. This is Vernon Jones. As always, I tell you, please be safe.